Hi, it's Dwyer, gamblersadvisory.com, a free site, bettingangle.us, a free site. It is February 8th, 2023. Let's talk boxing. But first, remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. So, Anthony Joshua has signed with Derek James. Like Robert Garcia, Derek James is one of the very best trainers in all of boxing. Two of his marquee fighters, and he has a few, but two of them are Errol Spence, the champ at middleweight, and Jermel Charlo, the champ at 154. Now, those guys have different styles, both of them should be the kind of thing that Anthony Joshua is interested in, right? Errol Spence, in my eyes, is a short-range hooker. What that means is that Errol comes up to you with his hands close to his body. He's waiting for you to make a move. The minute you do, he's deep in the pocket, throwing hooks, predominantly hooks. I'm not saying that's the only part of his game. Right? Even I saw the Mikey Garcia fight where Spence is on his back foot working behind a jab, showing some lateral movement. But understand, what Spence does most of the time, look at the Ugas fight, is he is collapsing the pocket. His hands are close to his body. He's trying to leverage his size. He's trying to bully you around the ring. Right? He's going for knockouts, not decisions. Now, let me just point out that while I consider Spence to be a short-range hooker, right, a mid-range hooker would be Danny Garcia. A long-range hooker would be heavyweight Martin Bacoli. Right? Spence is a short-range hooker. His body is physically close to you. He's all in the pocket. But what I think Anthony Joshua also wants to do when he's with Derek James is he wants to look at the style of Jermel Charlo, especially if he's going to fight Jermaine Franklin. Right? Jamel Charlo is very different from Errol Spence. They have the same trainer. They're boys outside the ring but they're very different. Jamel Charlo is what I call an ambush fighter. He's outside, right? Sometimes he's throwing jabs to the body from the outside, excellent body puncher, right? But he's outside, then suddenly you get distracted, he's inside. But when he enters the pocket, he's throwing punches, he's throwing a combination. Then he jumps back outside. Now, his one loss was one we actually called here online, Tony Harrison, who's not the athlete he is. But Harrison was on his front foot working a jab, right? The key to fighting an ambush fighter is to follow him after the ambush, right? But just understand, to do that, you have to have the legs to do that. 
Now, the reason why I'm talking about Jamel Charlo is that while the Errol Spence style is the style most critics, I'll raise my hand, wanted Anthony Joshua to use against Usyk, right? In other words, a cruiserweight who suddenly gained weight to fight at heavyweight and who doesn't have a lot of heavyweight fights is in against you a blessed puncher. I'm just telling you a lot of heavyweights would smoke him out, right? A lot of heavyweights would have the attitude that Joe Fraser had against light heavyweight. This was before the cruiserweight division. Bob Foster, Hall of Fame puncher, right? Or heavyweight Rocky Marciano had against Hall of Fame light heavyweight Archie Moore, right? When you come up to the heavyweight division and you're facing a puncher, often the puncher wants you to know that you're on the wrong side of the street, that this is a new division, that your expectations have to be different. Right now, I myself wanted Joshua on his front foot, smothering the pocket, continually pressuring Alexander Usyk. Joshua has a spectacular left hook. You saw it in the Vladimir Klitschko fight when he knocks Klitschko down the first time. Right, and Klitschko gets off the canvas a little woozy. Joshua then starts throwing a left hook that you notice is explosive. Think Mayweather. Think Canelo. Right, so I thought you're fighting a southpaw. Be on your front foot. Make him know, hey, man, I'm bigger than you. Right, when that southpaw starts to go toward your left hand, flush him back. Throw left hooks. Have him know there's heavy artillery. That he's all dressed up with nowhere to go. That's not who Joshua is. That's not how he sees himself. Right? He's not Nigel Bend. He's not a Joe Fraser. He's not a guy who says, hey, this is my territory. Right? This is my doghouse and I'm a dog. How dare you come near my doghouse? He's not that guy. You saw who he was in the rematch against Andy Ruiz, right? I'm not saying Joshua is, you know, afraid of anybody or anything like that. But what I am saying is Joshua is cautious. Joshua is an athlete. Joshua can get on his back foot. Joshua wants to box you. This isn't Joe Fraser. Look at the Bob Foster fight coming in and saying, Bob, here's my left hook. You know, Bob... Think about what's behind you because that's what your back is going to be rubbing up against. I'm coming forward. You're going to have to show me that you can keep me off you. That's not Joshua. In the Joseph Parker fight, Joshua showed a jab, was very patient, wasn't there to knock out Parker, even though at that point, no one had gone the distance against Anthony Joshua. I believe Joshua beats Jermaine Franklin because Franklin is pocket-centric, right? Franklin is trying to play chess with you in the pocket. Understand, in boxing, you can back away from the pocket. You can back away from the chessboard. You can plan your entry point. If I'm Joshua, big puncher, ring coverage, in other words, that Joshua right hand covers a lot of real estate, right? That Joshua left hook covers a lot of real estate. 
He can throw short punches, but he can also throw long punches. If I'm Joshua, I come in, I just throw a jab, I just make sure I'm on the lip of the pocket. I'm far away from Jermaine Franklin. If we start exchanging punches in the pocket, I back away. Right? I plan my entry point into the pocket, and then I come in throwing big shots. That's a Jamel Charlo blueprint. Jamel Charlo really is top of the hill at 154. He's better than Jamal Charlo, the hitman at 160. Right? Jamel actually fights guys. Right? Erickson Lubin, been there, done that. Ryan Castano, the first time around was close. Let's do it again. That's who Jamel Charlo is. Right? If I'm Joshua, I talk to Derek James and I say, look, man, you know, I'm a big guy. I'm a slugger. Being in the pocket's nice and all, but you know, I really like to box. Right? I, I want to use all my talents. They include my legs. They include my athleticism. Right? I'm the kind of guy who can drop Kubrat Pulev and then rather than just come across the ring and decide to treat him like George Foreman treated Jerry Cooney. Look at that fight. Uh, Joshua started the box. Right? Kubrat Pulev, who was badly hurt, must have been thinking to himself, what? I get to last another round? Then that next round must have thought to himself, what? I get to last another round? Eventually, Kubrat Pulev's head cleared. Right? That's who Joshua is. He's cautious. He sees himself as a boxer. Right? He's not the guy. He's not Sonny Liston, who I know Eddie Manchin went the distance with him and some Liston fights drifted. Okay, sure. But you and I know when Floyd Patterson bum-rushed Sonny Liston in their first fight, you know Liston thought, great, this will make my night shorter. Right? So if I'm Joshua, I listen to James because James is a guy who has fighters with different styles. And I'd be upfront. I would say, look, I don't want to be a smotherer. That's not my game. When I'm deep in the pocket against Andy Ruiz, he's more comfortable there than I am. Right? If I'm Joshua, I say, look, you saw me in both Usyk fights. Right? I was there. I wasn't one to recklessly come forward. Right? Could you imagine Usyk, by the way, fighting the foreman who fought the rumble in the jungle against Ali? Now, it didn't work out for Foreman that night. But understand, nothing was going to stop George Foreman that night from being on his front foot and throwing heavy artillery. That's not Anthony Joshua. So what I think happens here is I believe Jermaine Franklin will find out that the ring is just too big for him. That Joshua, big guy, big punch, has worked on a jab, has a left hook, that Joshua is not going to be there to trade in the pocket. That Joshua is going to be jabbing, he's going to be moving, he's going to be watching 
the lay of the land. Right? It'll be when Jermaine Franklin slips up a little bit that Joshua will then jump in the pocket with big shots. Right? I think Joshua beats Jermaine Franklin. Um, I understand the outcry from Dillian White. He's saying, hey, I'm the brother who won the fight against Jermaine Franklin. How come you're passing me over for Jermaine Franklin? Right? Well, people need to understand that this is a real tough moment for Joshua's career, right? He just lost two fights that were very high profile. The first one at home. He needs a win, right? Joshua's team understood, look, we need a guy who's a little bit more pocket-centric than Dillian White. And quite frankly, Jermaine Franklin looked good against Dillian White. So they have some cover. If I'm Dillian White, I think about the paydays and I realize if Joshua beats Jermaine Franklin, right, maybe I'm queued up to fight him next. And the payday will be there. It'll be even bigger if Joshua looks good against Jermaine Franklin. I like Joshua here against Jermaine Franklin. I think Joshua with Derek James is inspired, right? If I'm Joshua, I find Jermel Charlo. And I talk with him about his style, his boxing philosophy, when he moves, when he doesn't, right? Because Charlo has an element of surprise in his game that I think Joshua wants to have. Right? I think Joshua, on the way up, was a clone of Vladimir Klitschko. We saw the holes in Vladimir Klitschko's game when he fought Tyson Fury. Fury made him look like a robot. Right, Klitschko was just too robotic. Klitschko's an athlete, but Klitschko fought in a very structured way. Right? Well, Joshua has the capability to be more fluid than that. Right? You saw it in the Andy Ruiz rematch. He's dancing around the ring. He's coordinated doing so. Right, He's a big man, quite frankly, with more movement potential than someone like Deontay Wilder. So here, rather than fight the fight against Jermel Franklin, excuse me, Jermaine Franklin, that Dillian White fought, here, Joshua gets to mix in an element of surprise. Right here, he should be thinking, look, I'm not going to bum rush him. I'm not going to fight the fight people hoped I would fight against Usyk. I'm not going to be hyper-aggressive. I'm going to pick my spots, but I'm going to pump a jab enough where I also win the slow rounds. Right? So I like Joshua over Jermaine Franklin. Right? If I'm Joshua, since he hasn't fought recently, I try to shake off some of the rust. I want the fight to go a few rounds. Right? I'm not going to be in a rush. Not only that, because he has a new trainer, hey, let's have the fight go a few rounds so I could work with my trainer and we can actually start banking a body of work. 
right? I like Joshua here. I think Joshua, a blessed puncher with both hands. I think Joshua has a chance at the stoppage. Understand, no one has KO'd Jermaine Franklin. He's badly hurt, by the way, in the last round of the Dillian White fight. But no one has KO'd him. If Joshua has kept himself in shape, and I believe he has, and if Joshua wants to, you know, show some stamina, and I believe he will, and if Joshua incorporates the parts of his game that have him moving, then popping in with an element of surprise, throwing big punches, I think Joshua has a chance at the stoppage because Jermaine Franklin, quite frankly, is too pocket-centric. And he does not have the hand speed of Andy Ruiz. I like Joshua here. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit, too, apart from Joshua to win. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on Joshua by KO. But understand the risk involved. Jermaine Franklin went to the UK an unbeaten fighter. He went the distance with Dylan White and did better than the people posting odds thought he would do. Right? There's a lot of discussion on who actually won that Dillian White fight. Right? A lot. And understand, White has him hurt in the last round. If Jermaine Franklin comes in against a guy who hasn't fought, whose last two fights were losses and beats Anthony Joshua, you lose it all. I like Joshua to win. I'm sprinkling a little bit on Joshua by KO. Keep in mind, too, the fight has the further uncertainty of Joshua being with a new trainer. I just get the feeling, though, that Derek James is a guy who can handle several different styles. The guy he has at 135 is a master at leaning in the pocket, right? Stuff you don't even see from Jamel Charlo, right? So I get the feeling Derek James is going to be with Anthony Joshua, and I get the feeling he's going to be reading Joshua, and he's going to notice things about Joshua's game that can help Joshua in the ring, and they're going to go with it. But understand, for you, the gambler, that's an added risk, right? This isn't like betting on Manny Pacquiao with Freddie Roach, where you say, hey, whatever happens, <laughs> whatever happens, I know Manny and Freddie know each other. And if anything happens, the guys can have a real conversation during the fight, right? Freddie can say, hey, Manny, you need to pick it up. Manny will say, well, you know, Freddie's been down with me for years. You know, th there's a trust factor there. Right here, it's new trainer. I think it works. So I'm on the Joshua side of the play. But understand, if you're a gambler, that increases the risk. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I hope you leave your comments in the comment section of this video. Let me also say, too, if you disagree with me, if you feel Joshua should draw a line in the sand and have it be a blood and guts fight against Jermaine Franklin and, you know, say, hey, I, I can beat this guy from the pocket. I don't need to move. 
right? If I can get a first-round knockout, that's what I should go for. Tell us about all of that in the comment section of this video. And if you feel that Franklin has been slept on and that Joshua at 100% can't beat Franklin, tell us about that point of view in the comment section as well. Thanks for stopping by.